Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's Jacob. Daniel can't be here, unfortunately, uh, you know, COVID and stuff. But we're here with uh, Danny Sabatelli, who just competed on the Contender Series Tuesday. Danny, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? We're chilling. We're chilling over here in West Virginia. But we're going to get to your, uh, your uh, fight in the Contender Series uh, from Tuesday in a little bit. But we're going to start from the beginning. How did you get your start in martial arts? Well, I wrestled my whole life. I started wrestling when I was like four years old, five years old back in uh, Illinois. So I was doing that my whole life. Wrestled in high school, was a two-time state champ, and then wrestled in college in the Big Ten at Purdue. And then after that, it was just I went right into uh, MMA. And and I knew at a very young age that once my wrestling career was done, I was going to get into MMA. So it just started off with wrestling and, and just kept pushing towards that MMA goals. So I noticed that your uh, nickname was the, is the Italian Stallion. Do you have like an Italian mentality? Like I'm Italian too. So I, if you do, I, I completely get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a big Italian family. Um, I'm Italian on both sides, my mom's side and my dad's side, predominantly on my dad's side. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's the Italian life. If, if you're a part of it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of loyalty and toughness, you know, tough love. It's, it's just, um, it's just my MO really. Definitely. So you get to your career, your wrestling career, Purdue two time, uh, big 10 wrestler of the week, only one in first one in Purdue history. And you qualify for the NCAA tournament three times. How, how did, has this high level of competition prepared you, uh, for MMA? Well, you know, when I answer that question and people ask that, it's not just about the wrestling in, in terms of, like, the skills and the technique, but, but when you're competing at, at that high level, you kind of get a feeling for all the nerves and the juices flowing before a, a huge competition, you know, before hand-to-hand battle. So I think just in the, in the simplest terms of competition, that got me a lot um, prepared for, for these MMA fights. And then when you go over to the skill side, Obviously, wrestling is a massive base to have in MMA. You know, it's, it's huge. But there is a huge difference between wrestling and MMA wrestling. You know, there's no shoes. There's certain positions that you can't do because there's a guillotine that's there. But overall, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I started with wrestling. I think it's the best base. But I, it can't just be knowing wrestling. You know, you got to develop all your other tools as well. So what, what has been the, the toughest part of the transition from folk style slash freestyle to uh, mixed martial arts? Probably uh, the stand-up, just because I don't really have too much experience with it. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't really go to any boxing gyms or Muay Thai gyms or kickboxing gyms. So I'm, uh, I'm at American Top Team, which is, you know, the best team in the world. So I have the best coaches, best training partners. I'm training with Marlon Marias, Pedro Munoz. Charles Rosa, all these high-level UFC guys. 
So I'm just getting my hands better, and, and hopefully the goal within the next couple of years is to get my um, stand-up just as good as my ground game. And um, once that happens, I'll, I'll be untouchable. You know, no one will be able to beat me. Yeah, you, yeah, you uh, mentioned American Top Team. Uh, you, what made you decide to go there instead of these other camps like AKA and uh, uh, Extreme Couture? Like what, what was uh, so appealing to Top Team? Yeah, uh, you know, I was back in Chicago after I graduated from Purdue. And, you know, there's no really high-level gyms in, um, in Illinois or really anywhere around there. So I knew I did want to go to, like, a super gym like American Top Team or AKA or, you know, something like that. There was nothing really that drew me specifically to American Top Team. But in my opinion, before I even got to American Top Team, it, it was the best gym in the world. You know, they have so many – champions in UFC, Bellator, One, Ryzen. Um, so I just thought, you know, if that's the best gym in the world and I'm going to make a huge move, then then might as well go to the best gym in the world. That makes sense. Uh, so, and it's clearly paid off so far. Uh, but so you get to your first MMA fight. What were your thought? Uh, your first pro MMA fight, rather. What were your thoughts going into that? Yeah, I'm a, well, I'm a very confident individually, uh, thankfully. So I wouldn't say I was I wasn't too nervous, but definitely still a little nervous because it's foreign territory. You know, I've never really done anything like that. You know, I've had wrestling matches, but in wrestling matches, at the end of the match, you know you're gonna walk out of there. You know, your health isn't your health really isn't at risk. So there was a little bit of nerves going into my first fight, but but I was confident that I was a, a good amount better than the guy. The only way the guy would beat me is if he just landed some flashy knockout or something like that. So I was pretty um, smart in that uh, build-up to that first fight. You know, I um, I took everything. I took all the steps that my coaches told me to take, and, and I went in, and, and uh, fortunately, I, I got the W. Definitely. So you get on the six-fight win streak, but, you know, you hit your first loss against uh, Ir- uh, Ir- Irwin Rivera. You know, he's fought in the UFC now. Uh, what did you learn in that loss? It yeah, so he's a softball. I, I learned a, a lot um, more technically. Um, going into that fight, I didn't really um, think facing a softball would be too big of an issue. You know, I always thought, you know, it's a fight. You know, what's, what's the difference? If he's going to throw a punch at me, I'm going to throw a punch at him. Same thing with kicks. What does it matter if he's a softball or orthodox? Well, I went in there and, and everything was um, backwards, as you know. So, uh, I was very um, flustered in that fight. I think I did good the, the first few rounds and then started uh, – um, luck just wasn't going my way. But but I, I just learned if, if you have an opponent, you should really do a lot of film and gear your training towards that opponent. You know, be, I need to be smarter in my training for each fight camp that I go through. You know, whereas before that, I was kind of selfish in the way of like, you know what, I'm just going to focus on me and my skills. I don't care about the other guy. I'm just going to do me. Where now I've switched that thought process. If I have a softball, then then leading up to that fight, I'm going to train with softballs. You know, if I have a karate guy that I'm fighting, then leading up to that fight, I'm going to go with karate guys. So it's just, I've just gotten a little uh, smarter in my training, I'd say, since that fight. So you've refined uh, pretty much what you're doing. Like you're not... Uh, you're not just conditioning, rather. You're more uh, tailoring your fight style to the person that you're going to fight. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, that's 
if someone has a specific area that they're good at, they're, they're going to be successful with that. You know, if, if someone gets to their positions and, and where they're comfortable, then they're going to win the fight. So I need to be smart in that aspect and make, make sure that, that I'm ready for that and, and to counter with, with my positions and go to what I like. Definitely. So, you know, you, after that uh, fight against uh, Rivera, you get two wins and you've come to the contender series. How'd that fight come together? Yeah, I signed with um, Jason House and Iridium Sports Agency. And, and right away, he basically just told me, listen, this was right after I won the Titan belt. So he's like, listen, we're probably going to get either a short notice UFC fight, possibly in Abu Dhabi, or we're going to get one on the contender series. So just really stay ready. And, and that's what I did. Uh, he called me probably four weeks, five weeks before the fight and was like, hey, we got we got on that contender series slot opponent is Taylor Moore and, and let's, let's get ready to go. So what was that experience like uh, that week? You know, you had a quarantine, but you got to experience the apex and the performance Institute. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, it was awesome. And, and there's no place on earth than being the, in the fight capital of the world, Las Vegas, just surely being in Vegas for a fight gets my juices flowing and, and, and gets me so riled up and exciting. But then you, on top of it, you have um, the Apex and, and the UFC PI, which, which are just unreal um, buildings. It, it's, it's insane how much money the UFC has. You know, you, you obviously can, like, think about it. But once you see it, it it's really mind-boggling. So I, I got to see everything, and, and it was really cool and just motivating to me. Um, you know, someday I got to get there. Definitely. So, you know, you win this decision, but you didn't win the contract. Uncle Dana said you need to show more and not play it safe. Do you, does that added fuel to the fire? Um, a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm in a weird spot because I'm not necessarily unhappy with how I performed. Uh, I dominated that fucking kid. I, I got a 30-24 on the, on the scorecard. I don't even know if that's ever been done in Dana White Contender Series history. So I think I, I performed good. There's, of course, things that, that, I, that I should have done. You know, I, I probably should have taken more risks. I probably should have let him up. But, but I think I, I, I totally dominated the kid, and that's my MO. You know, I always go out there trying to dominate. Of course, I'm looking for the finish. You know, I don't, I don't plan on going the distance. Um, and, and when he said that, that I didn't get the contract, I, I thought that there was a possibility that I wouldn't get it because I didn't get the finish. But – but I really thought I was going to get it. So, so when he said that, I was, I was, uh, I was pretty bummed that night and, and the day after. So with some fuel added to the fire, what's next for Danny Sabatello? Yeah, right now we're just letting the cards play out. I'm, I'm in a tough spot, you know, because it's not like I lost the fight and, and now I need to get back to the gym and get better. And, you know, maybe next contender series, I'll get another chance when I'm better. But but now it's it's kind of just let's see what other offers come in. Bellator could probably be something that I'll look into, um, maybe Ryzen or, or one. You know, right now I, I don't know what's next. Um, a short notice UFC is also still possible, but I kind of just wanted to take a few days after this to just digest everything that happened, and then I'll call my manager, call my coaches. We'll probably have a meeting, and then and then we'll see what's next. So you're looking to take a step up from the local promotions and head up to the to the world renowned promotions. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm nine and one right now, and I'm uh, you know obviously biased, but I just I, I think I can 
compete with the guys at the highest level, you know? So why wait around? I'm healthy. I don't have a scratch on me. Um, I got out of that last fight with, with no injuries. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go again and I'm ready to go against a, a high, high level caliber guy, you know, whichever promotion that may be. Well, you heard it here, guys. Danny's ready to go again. Uh, what's your social media, man? I am on Instagram at Shock This World, and I'm also on Facebook. All right, Danny. Uh, I really appreciate appreciate you coming on the show. Best of luck to you. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, have a good day, everybody.